Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of Happy New Year. I watched the second half of Happy New Year. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. Hey, everyone. Hello. Hi. That's about the right enthusiasm for closing <laughs> out 2017. Yes, it's been a terrible, terrible year. My year's been pretty good, personally. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you've had, had a great, great year. I'm, I'm glad, Ethan. Yeah, life's good for me right now. I'm so good. I'm so happy I'm for you. I'm just going to tout it around while everyone else is like, oh, this year sucks. It's fucking miserable. I this know. whole year has been miserable. Oh. And, uh, well, you know you got engaged to your... Uh, your uh, fiance, that's the only you? good thing that okay. happened. All right. I just want to make sure there was like at least something... Something good. That was the one good thing that There's happened. A lot of pro- uh, the world at large, yes, it's been a bad yeah, year. But me personally, it's been pretty good. Okay, which, well, that's good know, for you. I'm glad. Just very good as a white male. My life's great. A straight white male. You're yeah. doing, well, I don't know, straight, but you're definitely a white male. <laughs> <laughs> True. And, uh, and uh, yeah, and so one of the things about the show is we always try to watch movies that are sort of uh, similar to like when we're going to be putting them out. And there's not a lot of New Year's movies. Surprisingly, not. Not at all. We like we're looking at like a list of them, and I th- New Year's Eve you can't top that as far as New Year's. It's movies. very hard to, especially as far as confusion and length. Uh, but you know what? I think we found a movie to rival it. It's a movie that we are talking about today. Confusion uh, and length. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Well, it, this movie wasn't too confusing. It was pretty straightforward, actually. Um, and that I mean, I'm hoping that uh, what the movie's like about three hours long. It's exactly, it, it's three, exactly hours three hours long. It's exactly three hours long. And I'm hoping this episode doesn't last very long. I think it's a pretty straightforward movie that I think we can get through it pretty quickly. There's a couple twists, man. Oh, really, fool? Well, we'll just see oh. about that, won't we? Yeah. So this is our first movie that we watched. Um, it's a Bollywood film. It's a Bollywood film, which is interesting because Bollywood has the largest production as yes. far as film output goes. I've heard about compared this. Compared to anyone else. I think they make more movies than India than anywhere else. Exactly. They yeah. do, which is insane to me. It's crazy. But like, it's so weird because it's like, did we find the best one? Probably not. No, I actually looked it up. This is considered to be one of the worst like Bollywood movies. Really? Made. Yeah. Interesting. It's a very bad one, at least according to IMDb. That's what they say. I mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing though because the West gets like zero exposure to it, completely zero. There's never been like, well, like, uh, what like, is it? Like at least like, um, you know, uh, Japanese anime films oh, sometimes yeah. like break into the mainstream once in a while, and mm-hmm. you'll see them like pop up. You'll see. Uh, Couple other films from like other countries appear in like the independent, uh, yeah, like, like the, the best foreign Italian film and stuff like that. And yeah, films, like yeah. lots of other countries have broken in, and, and sometimes they get big hits. You know, you got Swedish films, like sometimes they pop in, but like India's been making this style of movie for decades, I think. Like, yeah, decades at least. Yeah. And, um, it's just, just the West is just like, oh, I, I think there that. was a bit of, uh, like noticeability when, uh, Slumdog Millionaire came out because a lot of people were saying that was kind of like a Bollywood was film. Was it like a Bollywood film? Well, I, I don't agree, but like it, mo- it ended with like a big musical number and all this stuff. So, so one, only one. I agree. I don't okay. agree with these people, but a lot of people were like, became more aware of what Bollywood was. I guess that's that. true. Uh, but I agree that like no one, you like Bollywood movies never been fucking nominated for an Oscar or anything. You Unless know? you count Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's uh, it's it's a very interesting style of film. Not one like I, I'm a dumb American. Not one that I'm I'm aware well aware of. But there are certain things that I know. First off, is usually music in it. There's usually dancing in it. Uh, and there's a ridiculously long runtime. I've heard some that go up to like four hours. Let's let's read this. So okay. jo- genre conventions. This is on the Bollywood Wikipedia page. Bollywood Wikipedia page. Yeah, okay. I know. Very, very trustworthy. Uh, they're mostly musicals. Mm-hmm. They expect to contain uh, catchy music. Mm-hmm. 
the film's success often depends on the quality of musical numbers. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, the film's music is usually released before the movie to help the o- increase audience awareness. Okay. Indian audiences expect full value for their money. Okay. With a good entertainer generally referred to as a... Um, as a it's called... Oh, I'm going to butcher this. Piazza Vasul. Oh, God. I can't believe you said that. I know. But it literally <laughs> means money's worth. Oh, um, wow. It says, expects songs and dances, love triangles, comedy, and daredevil thrills are all mixed up in a three-hour extravaganza with an intermission. There was an intermission. That makes sense. Really? There was an intermission. I must have started right when the intermission. You did. It was was about uh, 10 minutes to go in my half of the movie. They reset basically the opening of the film, and then intermission came onto the screen. These are called masala films after the Hindi word for spice mixture, which is a very common Hmm. Even in most food, and they say like masalas, these movies are mixtures of mo- of many things, such as action, comedy, romance, and so on. That's so it's true. just it's genre, just everything. Just put it all in there. There's a lot very of spicy. There. Yes, that's very true. Uh, it can be a bit overwhelming. Uh, yep, Bollywood plots tend to be melodramatic. Yes, formulaic ingredients. Very true. Um, kidnappers, corruption, sacrifice are all themes. Oh. Long lost relatives, siblings separated by fate, inconvenient coincidences. Um, ba, 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 ba. These are all true. These are all very true. These all feel very real. There's one thing that I thought was interesting. Oh yeah. Um, what watching this movie, mm-hmm. they switch to English like a lot. Yes, they do. That's like actually a lot. A, that's a that's a plot point. It's a character thing. Is it? Yes. I didn't know if it was like, uh, just kind of how the, they spoke. A large Indian uh, speaking country is an increased Western influence. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Continue. Um. Yes. The the main character Charlie. He speaks English, and that turns on Mohal Mani Mola. What's her name? Lady in it. Uh, Mohini Mohini Mohini. Mohini. I think that's it. Yeah, I don't have my notes up. She's she is attracted to people that speak English because she can't speak English. So him speaking English is sort of like a way of of her going. But like a lot of people also speak English. Yeah, that's true too. There's a lot of English speaking in this in this. Like a lot. Like it's kind of crazy. There's also some uh, Korean speaking in the film as well. Charlie can speak Korean. Really? Yeah. That comes into play at the very end of my half. I don't know. All right, let's let's bust down in this movie because it's it's a thing. It's a straightforward film. It's it is a gangster heist film. That's all it is. Um, you got Charlie. He's the son of a uh, like a he uh his dad made like safes for a living he made ah. banks and safes okay to keep things safe and that's what safes do that's yeah. what safes are you supposed got to it, do and, thank you and uh the bad guy in the movie whose name is fuck what, uh, grover doc mr grover, not dr grover just mr grover. mr grover grover uh which is an embarrassing last name <laughs> grover it's better than elmo it's <laughs> The dreaded Elmo. <laughs> His crayon too. <laughs> so stabs you in the heart with it. Uh, so Grover is this rich guy who Charlie's dad made a safe for to protect these like uh, expensive diamonds. And then uh, on New Year's Eve, Grover drugged Charlie's dad and stole his own diamonds mm-hmm. and then blamed Charlie's dad for it. And he... And uh, then he was thrown in jail. Hmm. And then, uh, and that is why Charlie is that the main character's name? That's his name, right? Yeah, it's Charlie. Uh, Charlie. Charlie uh, is really angry at this guy and wants to get back at him. Ah, uh, okay. So the whole plan is that he's going to basically steal. Okay, so this is so weird. There's a lot of shit. I thought that... he was very straightforward. Well, 
it's a straightforward. It's a straightforward story, but there's a lot of shit that goes into like the weird middle parts. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Let's sort of stretch it out. Are you saying that all the spices, the masala? That's right. That's right. That's all the spices. So Charlie, it, he's like an underground boxer fighter type deal. Sure, why not? Type guy. It, it, does that come into play later? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's how he's introduced. Uh, and he's like in an underground boxing thing, and he he's super proud of himself or whatever. Say like Charlie's got it all, man. Charlie's kind of a badass, I gotta say. He kind of reminds me a lot of like Chuck Norris. Um, kind of, yeah. But without all the uh, questionable political stuff. Well, you know. <laughs> I don't know what the actor's like. So, uh, but yeah, Charlie's pretty badass. He's like a 55-year-old man, too. Is he? Okay. Because I was like, this guy looks a little old to be doing it. Like, but he pulls it off pretty well. Well, except for the whole romance thing. Well, Other yeah. than the romance thing, he pulls it off pretty yeah. well. But yeah, he's like a 55-year-old man, but he's kind of a badass. And he... Uh, he is in his like cool swanky like penthouse. It's good to think that in like double my age, I can look like that guy. I don't know. That's You're not, not tan enough to look like him. That's true. <laughs> Never mind. Um, so he's in his like swanky uh, like penthouse, and he sees that he um, there's the guy, the Grover. Grover, he, yeah. What's he doing? He's bad. He's evil. Oh, yeah. And he, well, we don't know that yet, but we know that he has a hotel called Atlantis, and okay. he it just got a bunch of, like, diamonds, priceless diamonds, and he's keeping them in his private collection house or whatever, and in or in his uh, Atlantis suite resort or whatever. Okay. And at the same time that he has the diamonds there, he is throwing a dance championship as you do that, right when, when you're that, that rich you might as well just throw a dance at the same time that you have these diamonds here yeah, why not? and not only that the trophy the winner of the championship is going to get a solid gold trophy and the trophy is going to have copies of the diamonds that he has set in the solid gold trophy and the trophy is going to be worth a quarter of a million dollars just the trophy? Just the trophy itself is wow. worth a quarter of a million dollars. So Charlie starts hatching a plan because he oh, he's like, we see his swanky apartment and we're like, oh, this place is pretty nice. And then he <laughs> looks over and there's just a wall full of like conspiracy theory, like nice. you know, like when you see pictures and cutouts of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's he's got like fingers him. and like dismembered heads. And, That's like, right. Things in jars. He's a murderer. And shit. Yeah, yeah. He's a crazy person. <laughs> All right. I mean, that, that doesn't come into play later, but I like to think it happens. <laughs> it's a good way of like starting yeah, the movie yeah. out. Speaking of starting the movie out, real quick, I want to talk about how this movie is set up. Movie opens. With a list of partners and thanks to people, like a solid minute with no music, and it's just like, "Thank you, Microsoft. Thank you." Uh, oh, really? Because I saw, it, I, I noticed a lot of like product placement that, like, it fit though. Like, it didn't seem in my face, right? Except, well, kind of. Some I, I, of them were. Some of them were, but it seemed like they were f- well um, positioned in the movie, where it's like, "Oh, I'm using a Western digital hard drive to set up my little hacky thingy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. like, that's fine. This is a Lenovo. It's like, I mean, it all is like, it's not that obvious, but it's like, it fits because it's, it's like, it's also funny because it's not like the top brands. It's not like everyone has an Apple. Everyone has like this. Yeah. Thing, or like it's like, no, this is like this is what people probably would buy if they're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Realistically, true. Um, and then while the opening credits roll, then there there's a credit for emotional appearance. Someone's like credited for an emotional appearance. I don't know who it is, but it's like emotional appearance by this person. What? Okay. I never heard of that. I don't, I don't know before. what that is. I like it. It's super weird. Is it just? Is it just like um, Han Solo like appearing and I'm just leaving? <laughs> well, yeah. Below it, it says guest starring too. So it must be like something where it's like everyone someone knows. Showed it, up. it must be someone from some celebrity around that area. Or I something. guess so. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I guess there's some kind of. I like uh, it. Yeah. So now we are introduced to Jag. You know, who Jag is. Uh, is he the cut dude? 
cut. Well, yeah, they're all cut, bro. Well, I mean, this guy's really cut, though. Yeah. He, he's ripped, dude. Yes. He's the explosions expert. Oh, okay. And he's deaf in one ear. Oh. Um, okay. So it's kind of a jerk. Whenever someone brings up his mom, or any mom, not even his mom, he starts flipping out against and getting angry. I don't know, man. Respect your mom, dude. But this this guy is just... Uh, Respect some... your mom. Okay. I will. I love Thank my you. mom. Thank you. Mom, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, you respect your mom. I do. All right, fine. Good. I never, that part was never in question. This is about you, Mike, not me. <laughs> this is all about me. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, he's kind of, he's deaf in one ear, and he uh, loves his mom a lot, and when he gets really angry, steam comes out of the working ear. Okay. So, so that come, they, don't have a, they use it a lot. In the really? I've never seen it. It was actually really funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's a kind of funny concept. Um, and so then Charlie picks him up. And he tells him about this plan. He's uh, and so Jag's like, "Why don't we just kill Grover? Like, why don't we just kill him?" That's easy, easy, right? And Charlie's like, "Look, I could have killed him plenty of times, but he didn't kill my dad. He did something even worse. He like disrespected me, and he did he threw uh, a lot of respect in this movie. So yeah, it's, respect comes to play a lot. And so Charlie's like, "I'm not gonna just kill Grover. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna wish he was dead. You okay, know? I'm gonna make him wish he was dead." So then they gotta pick up Tammy. Tammy is this fat old man. Okay. He's the safe cracker. Yep. And everyone has these like quirks that they bring up with them. He's like, the, uh, Charlie, whenever he's introducing people, he's like, there's two things you got to know about this person. Does that come to play later? Maybe. It depends on the things. So uh, the two things we got to know about Tammy is he has a bag, and in his bag is anything. But the second thing is there's no money in it. Okay. That has nothing to do with it. Well, anything. great. I'm glad that uh, that glad was Glad you wrote that down. You took it out. No, that's great. Uh, okay. Are you uh, saying there might be some stuff you can cut away from this movie? Uh, I think there is. I think this movie could have been a tight hour and a half. <laughs> nah, I don't know. At least in my half, I was thoroughly entertained the whole time. Oh, really? But you know what's funny, though, is I felt like I felt like I got a whole movie out of my half. I did, too. I felt like I got a whole movie. Like, right before the intermission, I'm like, I feel like this movie's good. This movie's complete. Yeah, good. it's done. Yeah. So uh, he lives with his mom, and that's it. And then he sees uh, Charlie and Jag, and he meets up with them. And uh, he's like, you guys are crazy. And then he has a seizure. Do seizures come into play yeah, with it Tammy? Does. Okay, there but we go. It doesn't, but I guess that's just something that happens. No one really cares about it, right? Nobody cares. They're like, oh, just wait 30 minutes and it'll stop. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what happened in my plot. And I was like, uh, uh. This is scary. This is scary. And they're just like, uh, why does he have to do this now? They just seem inconvenienced by him. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anybody who has seizures, but I've kind of heard the same thing. Like, it's yeah, just like, I guess it's go. just one of those things that happens. Yeah, put a, some between their like teeth so they don't chew sure, their, Yeah, they don't. Have you ever seen anyone have a seizure in real life? No, it sounds scary. It sounds really scary. I wouldn't know how to respond. Uh-huh. I'd be really scared. Probably the first time. Then after that, I'd be like, I'll just deal with it. <laughs> just deal with it. <laughs> it's kind of an I don't care now. <laughs> uh, so he agrees to go with him because he loves Charlie's dad so much, who's in jail and innocent. Uh, now they need a hacker. So they get Jag's nephew, Ronan. Who looks like uh, someone from Smosh, right? He does look like some. I mean, Old I don't Smosh. know Smosh very well. Oh yeah, premium Smosh, not this new. No, Smosh. no, no. I'm just saying, like, I, I just every so often, like, Smosh is one of those things I watched a lot when like YouTube first happened. God, really? Well, like, not a lot, lot, but a bit. It was, okay. it was in the, it was in the view of like, oh, I know people who do this, right? Um, and I was like, man, their hair is like that. That yeah, he has hair like that. And uh, but now every time they pop up, I'm like, you guys are old. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm old. <laughs> well, this guy's young. He's a little kid. And his introduction is kind of annoying. And it's it's the beginnings of things where I'm like, why are we following this group of characters? I feel like these groups of characters are bad people. So uh, Ronan is in a club. And we're, tra- we're introduced to him uh, as basically he is a master hacksman. He's got four, 600 friends on Facebook, but he has no friends in real life. 
So he's in a okay. club, so he's in a club all by himself, and these girls like he's like sitting by them, and these girls are like, "Ooh, you're like a weirdo. Go away from me." And it's just like, yeah, he's kind of a creep, like sitting in a club with like a hoodie on. Like, why is he? That's kind of weird. Yeah. It's kind of weird. He's not even like being natural, right? So. Then he takes his revenge out on these girls by hacking into the DJ's, uh, uh, what do you call it? The uh, tw- turntables? Turntable, yeah. And stops the music. And then I'm like, why did you ruin everyone else's fun? I was like, that's just, that ruins the whole place. Everyone else here is cool. Like, you know, like they're just having fun. Just leave and go somewhere you think you'd enjoy yourself. Like a fucking, you know, uh, land bar. party. Yeah, a land party. Like, what are you doing? So. He ruins everyone's fun in this bar, and then these people, these bouncers, are like, you're fucking getting out of here. So they throw him out of the bar, and then they like go to like, like rough, him up, rough him up a bit. But Jag is there, and so is Charlie in them. And uh, Charlie, uh, one of the, the guys goes up to uh, Rowan, and he's like pushing him around, and he's like, you know, your mother would be very disappointed in you. And then Jag's like, did you say something about my mother? And then he just starts beating the shit out of this, these like bouncers who are just doing their job. And then the bouncers like, look, I'm sorry, I didn't, I did not want to disrespect your mother. I didn't mean to talk about your mother. I didn't say anything about your Mike, mother. Mike, why are you talking shit about my mom? That's what he says. Mike, what? stop it. I'm sorry. Stop it. I would never say anything I'm terrible. Beat you about up. Your mother's, beat you your up. mother's amazing. Uh huh. She's great. I love it when she calls in and asks for uh, help on her computer. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's how Jag responds. It's like, what'd you say about my mother? Why do you keep talking uh, about my mother? And then he beats him up. And he's just like, these people are jerks. These people are mean people. I don't like them. Yeah. They're not fun. They're not cool people. So then, um, but that doesn't even add up to anything. So then they need to get, um, the one thing that they need is they need Vicky Grover, which is the son oh, yeah. of the rich guy. He's a douchebag. And he looks exactly like this other guy whose name is Nandu. There's two different. Oh. You didn't know that, did you? No. <laughs> well, this is gonna be fun. Okay. So there's two different people. They look exactly the same, played by the same actor. There's Vicky Grover, who's the son, and there's Nandu. Oh, that makes sense. Who is just a completely different person who looks the same. And it confused me too when I was watching it at first. I'm like, why are they gonna get Vicky? Like, why did why did they think Vicky's gonna help him? Like, that seems weird. So Nandu is at some weird party, and there's something you need to know about him. He can throw up at any time. Is that something that comes into play later? Yes. It okay. Cool. It comes into play a lot, but I'm also like thinking like back to everything, just like. <laughs> no wonder I kept getting confused. I was like, that bad guy looks just like the good guy. I don't understand what's They're the same person. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and they only need him in order to like trick people into thinking that he's Vicky Grover. That's the whole plan. It's the only reason they got him. Uh, okay. So then they're like, how do we know that he's going to help us? And then uh, Nandu goes on this big spiel where he's like, I need the money. I need to help my mom, you know, from dying because she's, like, got cancer or something. They all got reasons. And Well, it's just like, what do you do? Like, just, like, I don't know. It seems weird. It feels like they're manipulating the situation rather than, like, actually helping him. You know what I mean? Sure. It's like they're taking advantage sure, of the why situation. Sure, not? So then Charlie's like, we are Charlie's angels. I'm like, that's fun. And now- Oh, I get it. So they intend to break in through the ventilation shaft. The only way to get to the Wait, shaft- Wait, where are they breaking in? To, the, oh, right. Okay, so the um, diamonds are in a vault. Okay. And the vault is in the resort. Okay. Okay. And so they need to get into that, res- that, that vault. Okay. But the thing is, is that the only way to get like into that vault is through the ventilation shaft okay got it okay in order to get to that ventilation shaft they have to stay in a specific room because there's one shaft that leads directly from one room 
Shut your mouth. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I can dig it. So uh, there's one shaft that goes, for some reason, it's it's a one-way shaft, and it goes from a room to a basement. Like, why? That is a, that's not how shafts work. They go all over the place. What are you talking about? And maybe it's a laundry chute. It's not. It's a ventilation shaft. <laughs> <laughs> and so in order to use the ventilation shaft, they, they have to stay in room 9C. Only problem is that room is being occupied. It's a green room being occupied by the dance competition. And so in order to stay in that room, they have to enter and win the dance competition in order to, and, and get to the point where they can stay They don't have to room. win, though. Well, they, don't have to, they have to win their competition in, in India because the idea is that everyone oh, God, in the world okay. is sending... Man, I missed the whole first half of this movie. Well, that's kind of the point of the it's, podcast. It, I know, but it's so weird because like, <laughs> I felt like my movie was complete, and I'm like, oh, yeah, they have to fill another hour and a half yes. with some other bullshit. Yeah, this is the bullshit that they're filling okay. with. It's another dance competition. They're, they're, they're dancing against everyone in India, including children. Wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's embarrassed, and they're like, we're never going to do this. This will be so embarrassing. And then Charlie's like, come on. And they're like, okay. So then there's this big cringy dance montage. The guy's trying to learn to dance and they're doing it bad. And so, uh, and then it's also revealed that Charlie's like, they're like, how are we ever going to even win? Like, we're terrible dancers. And Charlie's like, don't worry, we'll just hack the vote. That guy can help us hack it. You know, the, the hacker man. Oh, uh, makes sense. And so, um, but here's the problem. That doesn't work. That can't work. Because in this level, they're getting judges to judge the dance competition. Mm. It's not like a vote-in thing. That's going to happen later. Um, whatever. So uh, <laughs> Grover fucked over Charlie's dad. I already talked about that. Uh, so then they meet with a dancer that Nandu knows. Ma- Moini. Moini? The lady. Yeah. Uh, yeah and she dances at like a Moulin Rouge-looking like brothel-type place. Cool. And she like grinds up against like things, and I'm like, oh, she looks happy here. Like maybe you know she just enjoys dancing. That's cool. But then she immediately says, I hate working at this place. Do you think girls like you know? Do you think girls dream of dancing in front of guys like this? And I'm like, you should have made this place look more seedy if you wanted me to not enjoy it. You know, <laughs> like this looks like a cool Moulin Rouge-style place. Like maybe they enjoy just like you know. And also, here's another thing: guys are never touching the girls in this place. They're like on high wires and they're on like you know stages and i'm like i get that you're not you know you're dancing in skimpy outfits but like this could be like a uh you know a, a, a burlesque style yeah, show, yeah, yeah where you it's know? like cool it's, it's like cool empowering. they should have made the yeah they should have made this place like a bit more seedy because i'm like oh okay you don't know, like that that's cool so she's like i'm not gonna help you guys because it'll be embarrassing and terrible but then charlie comes in and charlie starts speaking english and moini immediately falls in love with him because there's two things you gotta know about her she doesn't speak English, but she loves people that speak English. What a great personality. Yeah. yeah. So she basically is like, all right, I'll help you guys because he speaks English and I love him. Wow. So hey, it's I speak like, English. I wonder if she can like come over here and help us out with this podcast. Yeah, help us record. She can be a guest on this podcast. I would love her to be a guest on this podcast. The thing about this well, is- It'd be tough, though, because I'm going to get a translator because it doesn't help. She's in Triple X, apparently. The newest Triple X movie. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I looked her up. I'm like, I feel like I've seen her before. Yeah, she's in the newest Triple X. Uh, yeah. Which, okay, here's the other thing I wanted to bring up. When I'm watching this movie, the way it's directed, the way it's all shot, and the way it looks, I'm like, man, this director could so easily become the newest Fast and Furious director. I was thinking that, too. It looks like it. It's, like, super saturated. It's fast. It's, it's fast. got some quick cuts. It's got quick cuts. It's got characters I can't stand. Like, it's perfect. <laughs> and honestly, like, 
it's not shot poorly. Like it's, it's actually shot really well. It's shot look, really well. It's very entertaining to For look at. A three-hour-long film. I'm never bored visually. Yeah, I was watching the whole time, and I was like, I mean, yeah, I can take a break, but it's not yeah. because I'm bored. It's just because I just need to stop looking at something for a little while. And I bet, like, this guy is like a foreign director. Like, I'm sure you can just pay, like you won't have to pay him even that much. You know? Oh, are you saying explain people who are foreign? I'm, I'm not for it, but I know that <laughs> movie companies are for it. Uh, and I'm sure they're like, oh, nobody knows who you are, foreign director, man. Um, we're not going to pay you as much because you don't have the name brand like the guy who directed Insidious. Uh, yeah. You know, but it's like James Wan. You know, you're no James Wan, but, you know, come over here and direct a couple Fast and the Furious movies. You know, you'll get a pun- you'll get a bunch of money, more money than you would do in this. And I'm sure he would. And it'd be a fun, fun, entertaining film. But whatever. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. I think it would be. I think it'd be great. There's lots of talented people in other countries that we just never see. Exactly. And I, I'm like watching this. I'm like, this looks better than most of the shitty action movies we've seen. It really does. Like this is way better than fucking Getaway. Fuck yeah. Holy shit! Like it's got color. There's vibrance. There's it's camera exciting. movement. There's definitely a lot. Of, like yeah, boy, they love moving their cameras. Oh yeah, they do. And it's yeah, it's very entertaining. Like yeah. if anything, visually, hey, you get a lot of bang for your buck. That's right. That's right. You really do. But you know what you don't get is deep female characters. Oh, man. So I'm like, so this movie's trying to balance this girl who wants to be respected as a person and doesn't want to work in a demoralizing place where guys touch her. And at the same time, her one character trait, other than that, is that she falls in love with any guy that speaks English, including a 55-year-old man. Yeah. Like, I looked it up. So the guy who plays Charlie is 52 years old. Moini is 31. Like, that is a huge... That's a big, that's 20 years. It's 20 years, but as it gets older, it gets less weird, you know? Maybe, but the other thing here to consider, they have no chemistry whatsoever. Yeah, I was about There's it, just, it feels like, honestly, if there's one, like, legitimate, like, main complaint I have about this is that the, ro- I know I understand, like, this is a thing you have to put in all movies, because, you know, it's a Bollywood tradition to put, mm. like, a, a romance thing in there. Right. Um, but it is so forced. So it just feels so forced. forced compared to the rest of this movie, which actually flows all right. Like it's a straightforward plot. It is. It really is. And but it, it works fine. Like, and then this, they yeah, just shove this romance in. The up until this point, the biggest issue I have with the movie is that the humor was kind of annoying. Yeah, but that's weird. fine. Other yeah. than that, I was okay. And then this happened, and I'm like, I don't, I don't like this movie much anymore. Aww. I am against this film. Oh no, it gets worse. So, uh, she shows up. Yeah, it gets way worse. You don't even know. Oh, so no. she shows up and she's like, all right, I'm going to teach you. Um, I'm going to teach you all how to dance because I've fallen in love with this guy. So she um, do, do, do. so she comes in to teach all the guys there. She shows up at like exactly 9 a.m. That's when they're – it's like 9 to 7. That's what they say. Or 9 to 5. Sorry, 9 to 5. So she shows up and then Charlie doesn't know she's there. So Charlie's like, look, everybody, I know – that she's basically a call girl. She's basically a whore. She dances for money. But I don't want you guys to look down on her for that. Don't hold it against her. I know that what she does is really horrible and bad. And ev- everyone else would look down on her and disrespect her. He says all this in front of her face without even knowing. I would be. I'd be like, bye. Yeah. Yeah, you would be. And she does. She's like, look. I came here because I wanted to be respected. She starts crying. She's like, I thought I would give you guys a chance, but clearly I shouldn't. And then she leaves. And Charlie comes out, and he starts speaking English, and she falls in love with him again and says that she's going to help him. That's it? That's it! It's kind of bad. It's terrible, and it gets worse. It gets way worse. So now they are – there's a montage of them dancing, and whenever – 
uh, Moini touches Charlie, there's something lights on fire in the background. Ooh, I like to that. The, it was actually kind of funny. That's like, fun. Every time, like she like slaps his butt a little bit and his pants get on fire. Nice. That's <laughs> like, awesome. It was pretty funny. Is it a slow motion thing where it like circles around? Her hair is blowing back. It does. And, and his hair is blowing back, and their hair is just blowing away, and their faces like ooh, slow motion spin. <laughs> there's a lot of that slow motion. A lot. It's a lot of slow motion in the first half of this film. But it's cool. It's cool. I kind of like the slow motion. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Uh, so that happens. Um, so now our heroes show up, and they are called Team Diamonds. Very not suspicious. Hmm. And they need a battle against all of the other you know, possible um, uh, Indian Team. challengers. Okay. Right? Dancers. So they show up, and they dance for them, for the judges. And the judge was like, that was terrible. Like, it was so vulgar and sexual, your dance. Like, we didn't like it. Why did you do that for us? Why would you do that? And then they're like, oh, well, you see, we were inspired by you two judges and the two, like, male judges. And they pull out a little iPad, and it's a video of the two male judges in drag having sex with each other. And they're like, so if you don't what? want this to show up on YouTube, you will allow us to be the winning team in, in India. And that works. I want to remind everybody, these are our heroes. These are the people we're following. And it gets worse. Okay. So, wow. No mm. one in the audience liked their shitty dance at all. And so, um, they, uh, so they've been selected for the main dance thing. They go up, they dance for uh, against all the other winners. And uh, they are obviously terrible. Everybody hates them and everyone's booing at them. Um, so then they run back to where their like little station is and the hacker guy is like don't worry I'm hacking it and it wins they win they win because the guy hacks it and they win over like little girls little girls could have been in this dance competition nah. they are crushed fuck them these little girls are crushed they were number 1 they could have gone on Good. they're crushed they're crying and our heroes are rubbing in these little girls faces yeah cuz they don't get rich they don't get paid fuck these little girls these are our fucking heroes dude and so then Everyone's happy. And, like, the team is, like, excited. Like, our main heroes are all excited. I'm like, you guys fucking know what you're doing. Like, you know that you rigged this. Why are you excited about this? Yeah. It's weird. So now, intermission. Oh. What? Did I start? Then we come right back in. Okay. I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, I know I didn't start then. (laughs) So now we see uh, the winners from last year are North Korea. It's not North Korea. It is North Korea. Are you serious? It's North Korea? It's North Korea. It's not South Korea? It's North Korea. It's with the red star. Oh, shit. It's North right. Korea. I saw that, and I was like, oh, that's a Korean flag. And, and they was... refer to the dancers as very scary of having no soul and they dance like robots. I mean, I'm glad India's view of uh, North Korea <laughs> lines up with America's view. So then a bunch of Indians show up and, produ- and protest the inclusion of our main team. For Team India, because they're like, you guys are fucking terrible. You're going to be an embarrassment for yeah. everyone in India and all of us Indians. It's terrible. And they hate them. So um, that happens. Now, all this movie's been pretty okay so far. Uh-huh. Not a big fan of how they were treating the women in the movie. Right. Not a big fan of how they're treating all the other characters. A little bit homophobic. A little bit homophobic and transphobic and just, you know, basic horrible. So they go into the hotel. Uh, where all the teams are staying, and Nandu runs into the North Korean team, and he starts asking them for Chinese food. He's like, "Hey, can you get me some, uh, you know, some Chinese food? Could you get me, you know, a wok, some fortune cookies?" And Charlie's like, "Though they're not Chinese, they're North Korean." Wow, interesting. And Nandu says, "Only their names are different, but they all look the same." Damn. 
Racism runs deep. It's our, it's our runs hero. throughout the whole world. That's our hero. That's our hero. <laughs> it's the people we're rooting for. So they go back to the hotel. I'm like, well, at least Charlie's a good guy. Like, at least he knows, you know, the difference between China and North Korea. Uh-huh. That's good. So they're in the hotel. Oh, no. And then Charlie goes back. He's, so so they're like, okay, so we're get, we were just invited to this big party. We should go out there and mingle so we don't look, like, suspicious. Right. And um, then Charlie's like, okay, but Nandu and Moini can't go. And they're like, well, we get why Nandu can't go because he's going to look just like the sun. That would confuse people. Well, why can't Moini go? And he goes, well, you know, she's going to just dress all seductive because she's used to that because she's basically a hooker that dances. Uh... And she, he goes right back into it. Same exact shit he said before. And she's standing right fucking there again. And they're like, Charlie, she's right here. We are sharing a fucking room together. What are you doing? And he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. And Mawini goes, no, it's fine. I didn't want to go anyway. And then she storms off. Un- understandably upset. Yeah, yeah. Understandably. She's done all this. She's helped these people out so much. And she still isn't being respected by the guy that she loves or at least likes because he speaks English. So she goes to her room, and then Jag shows up, and Jag's like, look. You know, Jag's only a good character. He just wants to fight people and disrespect moms. He goes, oh, look, no. look, Moini, Charlie doesn't know how to talk to girls. He can't be too hard on him. You know, he's bad at love. He's, he's fully deaf to love, whereas I'm just half deaf. But you know what? Charlie likes you a lot. And she goes, if only there was some way I could, I could get him to like me. And Jag's like, well, you should drop a Moini bomb on him. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's bad. See, Jag's all right. No. No, he isn't. <laughs> oh, okay. If I was in this situation, I'd be like, fuck that guy. You deserve way better than this old-ass motherfucker who's constantly disrespecting you behind your back. you like, he's a terrible person. L- listen, yeah, uh, well, yeah, but I'm seriously about Jag. He's, he's just trying to be nice. He's just trying to like, he's like, you see what you got. And if you're still interested, I'll support you, I guess. I guess. He's, I don't know. I'm not a fan of that situation at all, though. No, totally not. It's terrible. But you can't blame Jack. He's just trying to work what he's got. He's trying to work with what he's got. If I was, the thing is, if I was Jack, I'd be like, look, I'll, I'm going to, I'll pay for a plane ticket. You don't have to stay here anymore. This is, this nah, is demoralizing still, you, you for you. You still have to do stuff, though. I guess so. He, still has, to, he has to keep around a little bit longer. So they go to the party and Nandu is there. Nandu has shown up, but he's shown up in a costume. Ah. Do you know what the costume is? Is it an Arab prince yes, it man? Is. He's dressed up like a Middle Eastern man, and he calls himself Hus- H- Hindustani. Oh. <laughs> Hindu that's 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 kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of uh uh insulting as well. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Um yeah. So then, that's terrible. Yeah. So then, fucking Moani shows up, and she's dressed to the nines. She's wearing, you know, beautiful dress. This is where you came in. Mm-hmm. She's wearing a beautiful dress, and she goes up to Charlie, and she just walks right by Charlie, and Charlie's super impressed. And I'm like, bitch, you didn't need to do this. You did not need to do this. Charlie's the one that should be apologizing and trying to earn your trust back. You're not the one You're that needs to be impressed. Yeah, you don't need to be impressing this fucker. He's terrible. Like, what are you doing? He's disrespecting you in exactly the same way, twice, never learning from the first problem. This is true. It's terrible. It's terrible. That, but you know what? Luckily, that was the end of my half of the movie. So I'm fine. I'm okay. I watched 
I watched two thirds of a pretty entertaining film, and the last like act was just like, uh, I don't know. Oh, here's the thing. Yeah. It picks right back up, man. This movie's fucking crazy. Whoa, boy. Tell first me all off, about it. First off, the first note I have here is why are all these tables spinning? Yeah, oh, that was insane. The what the fuck was with the spinning tables? The tables are just spinning for no reason. They're, I'm like, I would get sick. It's just the tables, it's too. It's just the tables. It's not, the entire room is not spinning. So you're sitting at your ta- at your table eating food, watching your entire room spin around you? <laughs> that is very. You want to like, feel would, super drunk. I would throw up immediately. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, getting off of that thing, imagine. Other notes. This guy's hair is too tall. Whose guy's hair? Charlie's? I don't know. I guess so. <laughs> he does have very tall hair. He does have nice tall hair. He uh, also just shaved recently. He's got a baby face. Oh, he had a beard before? Yeah, he had a beard before. Oh, weird. He's got a baby face. Yeah. Um, this lady comes down in a pretty dress. I don't know who he is. Um, That's, yep. So this person comes up and takes him as takes her as a date, and Charlie gets jealous. Ooh. I don't know who this other person is. I think, just remembering back, it was the uh, bad guy's son. Okay. I think he was there. But it was, he wasn't dressed in Middle Eastern clothing. No. Right? Okay. But there was a guy dressed in Middle Eastern clothes who just appeared, and I was like, I don't understand why this guy's here. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, yeah, he dressed. He uh, She went up to Grover's son, right? Yes. Yeah. And then they Grover, meet Mr. Grover. Oh, no. And they get introduced, and they say, hey, this is Team India. I it's am like, Grover. And he's like, oh, Team India, huh? Oh, Team India. <laughs> And uh, they said, Super Grover! and he says, the uh, first thing is, they're like, oh, cool. Well, we're going to kind of like be a little standoffish, a little disrespectful to you, Mr. Grover. Mm-hmm. Mr. Grover's like, ah, India sends losers for Olympics and losers for the Oscars. Oh, damn. Damn. Get that, America. Got him. Where's Grover from? I don't know. Is he American? I thought he was, I thought he was, I thought he was also Indian. Ah, uh, okay. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't maybe. Know. Uh, another thing to consider... Where are they? India, right? Are they still in India? I don't know where they are now, actually. Because they look... No, no where they're It in... looks like Dubai. Yeah, I think they're in Dubai. Okay, yeah, they look Dubai. like Dubai to they're me. They're in Dubai. Um, another thing to bring up here. So he talks about losers and winners. Yeah. This is also the viewpoint of Charlie. Ah. Charlie's like, there's two people in the world. It's not black and white. It's not poor and rich. It's losers and winners. Yeah. So he sees the same way. Wow. It's interesting. It's a very... um. Rough character trait. <laughs> two party system, never a fan of. Nope, not a. I mean, it's almost like there's way more than two people in the world. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, so he's um, and then all of a sudden these Asian dudes appear, and everyone seems to hate them. And I'm like, why does everyone hate these Asian dudes? They're North Korean. I didn't. I found that out. Yeah. Um, and then they're you leaving. They South Korean. They're leaving, and the um man with the um Nandu. Nandu. The guy with the the outfit uh. <laughs> throws up in the in like oh go. I'm sorry first off there's a huge dance number yes I, I, I skipped number. over all my dance numbers yeah I was gonna yeah. say because there's a lot of them yeah there is I mean we should explain them later maybe go back sure and talk about them sure. or we'll skip them for now we'll that? talk about our favorites yeah we'll do that cool. um so they go back to the hotel or whatever and mm-hmm. he throws up because that's the thing he does yes that's his like character oh this trait. is gross um uh, and then they start did they do this thing where they talked without their mouths moving for a while. No, I'm not. There never was seen one that. scene where that happened, and I was like, are they like in their thoughts? Because I couldn't tell if it was are like. Are they talking to each thoughts. other? No, but it felt, yeah, they were responding, but like their mouths weren't moving. It was very strange. I've never seen that. That's never been a thing in the first time. So, yeah, like. So they're also have telekinesis. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's weird. Yeah, that's really weird. And uh, then all of a sudden they're outside, and in this area where these dolphins are being trained they're in like a dolphin club and they're just hanging out talking about the heist they're gonna pull off and there's like dol- like live dolphins in the back doing tricks and shit and it's just there it's like why not 
has literally nothing to do with the plot. They're just hanging out at a dolphin. At area. A dolphin place, yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, they're talking about like, okay, here we go. Here's our plan. We're gonna break in. We're gonna go through his vent shaft. We're gonna. Uh, you're gonna come in as dressed as the uh, the sun. Yes. Uh, Nandu. 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 Nandu's gonna dress as a sun. He's gonna um, knock out real sun, steal his fingerprints. Um, use the fingerprints to unlock the safe area. Can I make a really quick thing, real yeah. quick? Sorry, just, you want to finish your thing real quick? Yeah, I'll finish real quick. Go ahead. So they're gonna knock him out, put the fingerprint on him, break in. Uh, then they're gonna unscrew the door area or the vent, and they're gonna let the two people, the safe cracker and Charlie, in. And then they're gonna open the the uh, the safe cracker's gonna crack the safe, open it up, and then steal the diamonds. And then they're gonna sing a great song, and it's gonna be. And then for some reason they're explaining all this, and the safe cracker man turns into santa and grows really big and he goes ho 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 merry christmas and then starts throwing diamonds at charlie and charlie's like a little child all of a sudden i don't know what was going on it was like one <laughs> second long it was really disturbing um but i like he's got a very strange sense of humor it really does yeah <laughs> it's great um okay so uh, i have a theory as to why they were showing off the dolphins okay okay um I mean, it was an aquarium. It was an aqua park, right, or whatever they called it, Park Atlantis. So maybe it was just there. Well, that's the thing. Is I looked it up. There is an actual Atlantis in Dubai. Oh. So what this movie is is all an advertisement. An advertisement for, for the Atlantis Hotel. Dude, that place looks sick. Dude. I well, there you go. Oh, that's shit. why they did this. Fuck. And I remember I when the movie opened during the part where they are showing all the different people that they're being sponsored by. One of the main people they're sponsored by is the Atlantis Hotel. Fuck, that, that place is sick. <laughs> yeah, they have a dolphin exhibit. They have a dolphin place. They also like there's a there's a well, one hotel where you wake up and the window is instead of being outside, it's just an aquarium with big ass fish in it. It's fucking amazing. That's awesome. And it's funny because when they were talking about the hotel rooms, they're like, oh, we should stay in a hotel room. We should get one. One of them makes a weird aside where they're like, all these hotels look wonderful and actually kind of affordable too. Maybe we should stay at this one. Do they really do that? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. They went on a straight, just a straight thing of like, wow, this place looks really great. These hotels look really nice and comfortable. Like, it's like. Okay, well, the part where you said affordable can't be real. Yes, it is. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. This is all about just one giant commercial for the Atlantis Resort in Dubai. Capitalism knows no bounds. Holy shit. I was like, I was like, they keep bringing this fucking Atlantis place up. But then I'm like, why would you have the villain renting the place out? It's a weird thing to do. Hi, man. Anyone could rent it. It doesn't matter who you are, as long as you have the money. That's true. You should. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, and then they're they're like under Atlantis. There's this fucking like uh, uh safe or whatever. I'm like, don't tell them that. Like, don't say where the safe is. Then <laughs> they're sure gonna want to stay fake. in this hotel to steal the safe. Yeah, they're gonna want to go to this specific room and then go through the ventilation shaft and then Weird. die. <laughs> so it doesn't go anywhere. So anyway, there's a whole plan, and of yeah. course uh, they got like a, all sorts of other things that don't matter, like this. Yep. Th they got this like way to escape the vault when they get shut in it. Like they fill it up with water and then float to the top and break Whoa. into the sewer area. Whoa, it's crazy and it's really excessive and it's kind of awesome. And they have like <laughs> this laser grid that they shut down. Um, Mr. Smoshman has to do it. Smoshman. Uh, and then they, uh, yeah, so. They're talking about all this stuff. It's very stylized. And now they're like, all right, now we got to go practice. So they practice. And they decide to practice on like where all the other people are practicing, which is on top of this helipad. It's a weird place to practice. Yeah, just practice on a helipad. What if like, people okay. need it? Like, what if somebody dies? They say, exactly. And they're like, let's start dancing. They start dancing. And um, the Koreans are also practicing. Oh. And the Koreans are practicing up there doing their thing. And they do this crazy jump with this kid. So they have the little kid. He's maybe about like maybe eight or nine. They throw him up real high, and he lands on the back of two of their shoulders. But he fell and fell onto a um, like um, soft pad. 
But the Korean coach is real mad. He's like, mm-hmm. kid, I'll show you what. And he goes his hand to smack him. But then Charlie grabs his hand. And he's like, don't you dare. He's just a kid. Let him go. And he's like, how dare you? And he smacks Charlie across the face and breaks his sunglasses. Damn. And he's like, oh. What his sunglasses? And he sits down. He's like, oh. I'm mad. He lost my sunglasses. He's like, oh. He's like, don't worry. I'll get a pair of new ones. And he goes and just like punches the Korean guy. And then his glasses fly off into the air. And he catches oh. up and puts them back on. <laughs> That's so fucking cool. And there's a ridiculous ass fight scene now. <laughs> where they just start beating the shit out of each other, like slow motion, doing flips, jumping over. It's insane, extended, and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And it gets so crazy that they almost fall off the edge mm-hmm. of the building. The edge of the building. And it looks pretty good. Like, this is all shot really well and yeah. like, very convincing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they do this whole fight, and they're almost on the side on this like chain link fence. And then the Korean guy kicks them off, and he falls down. And flips around and grabs onto the ledge and then pulls himself up, punches the dude again, flips him around, throws the Korean guy almost off. He almost falls, <laughs> catches him with his hand, and then they're like, let him go, let him die. And I'm like, they're letting him make this guy like kill this Korean dude. <laughs> they're all like chanting for it. And he's like, no. And he grabs his other hand and they pulls him back. And he, the Korean guy's like, mm, I respect you, I guess. Ooh. But during this time, they, um, what was it? <laughs> that uh, sounds fucking awesome. It was great. <laughs> It was so ridiculous. That's, that's, that's basically like, uh, uh, what is it? The Fast and Furious exactly. in Dubai when they're going from It, it was about as ridiculous, but which only people. Yeah, so it was yeah, a, little, yeah. a little less crazy scale, but it looked better. <laughs> right? This movie looks really good. I know. Like, I was not expecting this level of filmmaking. I know. It's crazy. Like cinematography and stuff. Like, it's, it's also all competently really made. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it has this tone that it sticks with. It's great and affordable prices, and I would just love to watch more movies like this. I want to watch this movie and stay at the The Atlantis. value is so high. Oh. I get everything. Um, anyway, so during this time, doc- Dr. Grover, why do I keep calling him that? He's not a doctor. He's just a millionaire. I, I feel like all evil people are doctors, but not all doctors <laughs> are evil, so no offense, doctors. I don't know. We, we haven't had a good track record of doctors on this podcast. That's a good point. Dr. Giggles. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dr. Dr. Uh, that's only Doctor Ethan. Doctor, what was Doctor Ethan? You were a doctor once. When? Yeah. Well, that's what you told me. I want to keep that in the past. I'm going to erase that out of the episode. Here we go and click. Um, so, anyway, Mr. Grover comes up and is like, "I want Korea to face India first. And I'm like, "That's the worst team versus the best team." And he's like, "That is the worst team." And then he's like, "I know. India will go home." He's like, "I don't care." He's like, "Fine, whatever. You're in the competition." Fine. Yeah. Um, just just kick him out. You're fucking running the competition. Just say, like, India can't, you know, compete. Fuck you. What are you going to do? Well, he has no reason to suspect them yet. Well, then why is he doing this? Because he just thought he thought he liked the violence. He liked this oh, crazy okay. like, fight going on. He's like, this would be good entertainment. Oh, okay. All right. So, I can stand by that. Yeah, exactly. So they do that. Um, okay. And that's it. And that's the end. And, that's uh, the end of the movie. Okay. Well, I don't know. No, no, no. So then the competition starts. And uh, it's Mexico versus Russia first, and they're judged by internet a bunch of international judges, mm. and then they go to the India versus Korea, and they do this. Korea does this insane dance shit, and they do like a dance off, and it's great. It has great song lyrics that make no sense, <laughs> saying like "I'm feeling all right because it's a nonsensy night." <laughs> and then they say this weird line where they say, "I don't know if this is related to the nonsense, but it says a hundred goldsmiths are equal to one blacksmith." <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that means. I thought it was a mistranslation, but they're like, what? That doesn't make sense. Literally in the movie, and they say, no, you know, 100 goldsmiths equal one blacksmith. 
And I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> I, I don't know if this is like a cultural thing. How many do? Like, uh, how many do? Uh, what is it equal to a Will Smith? <laughs> <laughs> Ten brights. <laughs> Half a <of> Max Landis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, One third of Jaden Smith. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. uh, so, uh, and it happens they're doing a crazy dance and our dance off, but they throw the kid up again and he falls. But Charlie breaks stance and catches him because he's just a teamwork man. Right. He's like, all right, cool. And then they leave and they're like, all right, now we got to do our heist thing. So, uh, you know that thing we came here. Yeah, we came. So now we do the heist, and um, they're in the process of it, and they're about ready to. They get the whole thing and set up. They get the people ready to kidnap um, the bad son. They're about ready to. The bad son gets in there and everything in the elevator. They're gonna stab him and you know kill him. No, they're gonna hit him with like sleepy stuff. Oh, okay. Inject him and uh, steals from him. They're about ready to do it, but then they hear a phone call. He's on. He's like, "Oh, hey, what's up? Oh, yeah, the diamonds are not coming until the thirty first. Yeah, it'll be a crazy New Year's, so I'll be I'll be doing that at the exact the, same time. The 31st? December 31st. Oh, okay. So like, What an oversight. I know. He's like, yeah, we thought they'd be here, but I mean, it's not a big deal, but they just got to sell them to some people. So they're like, you can just stay longer and hang out at the competition. Yeah, it's fine. And they're like, yeah, I hope it's not a problem for you guys. It's like, okay. But then everyone in the back is like freaking out, like, oh, we got to stop this heist. We got to stop this heist. And we're screwed because we did, we obviously aren't going to win the competition because yeah. the freaking Koreans are way better than us. And um, freaking out and losing their mind. And I'm like, okay, so they have to abandon the whole thing and they all sit in their area and they um you know just look sad and bummed they're like all right well i guess we got to go hear the results now so they go out and uh they hear the results and they see all the teams that move on to the semifinal and um korea wins theirs of course and then it was a big tension it's like is it but then a, a judge comes out it's like special announcement because of the spirit of this competition and the fact that one team saved another from potential like pain and injury like we want to give a special commendation to, for the first time ever in ten years, this team, this team here, the India India team. Oh, uh, I thought you were gonna say the India team. <laughs> it's just some other team. Yeah. For special accommodation, a team that has nothing to do with the movie. Canada, <laughs> Fuck off, India. Team Canada. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, yeah. I wasn't huh. expecting. Oh, thank you. It's about time you get a respect here. <laughs> um. So anyway, they win, and um, they're like, oh, we're going to the next thing. Well, yeah, they go to the next thing, so they're pretty excited because they're like, oh, cool, we'll get to actually like try again because luckily, we, you know, the the finals, which is what they'll be in, mm-hmm. are on the 31st, which is the day Diamonds get here, so it all works what out. What other day is the 20th, the 31st? Um, it's a... Um, is that like a holiday or something? It's um, uh, this thing Arbor called, Day. Yeah, I, it could be Earth Day. It's probably Earth Day. Because the Earth rotates around in the sun. That's but, yeah, right. So it's, it's a whole year. So that makes sense, Earth Day. Yeah. Okay. So, um, da, 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 da. okay, I'm just catching up to my notes because I was doing it off of my head, baby. Wow, dude. Well, when did you see the movie? Like a week ago, a couple days I know, ago? like maybe like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> so it's great because they leave and everyone is super hyped. They're all so proud of India. Like everyone wants signatures. Why do people like India all of a sudden? They aren't even good dancers. Well, it's because they saved that kid, man. They did something selfless. But before that, there's nothing before that. No, that's it. That's a little oh, bit. They just okay. really are proud of the fact that, you know, they did the, they, they, they weren't very good, but they helped out. They, they were selfless. Uh-huh. You know, and I earned everyone's respect. Okay. Respect Mike. I don't respect them. 
They um, also stomped over a bunch of kids who wanted to be part of the. Yeah, Zanti but no one saw that. That wasn't televised. That was just, it, only <laughs> only India knows. <laughs> only India has the shame. <laughs> only, only India knows the dirt. They're like, ah, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> um, and then they go outside, and so the little kid gives Charlie a rose, and he's all happy. Oh. Do they fall happy, in love? They go, no. Is there a love triangle between no, the little? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Moini, <laughs> and then the little kid comes out in a, like a frilly dress. You're gonna have to drop a little kid bomb. <laughs> I don't know, Charlie. Likes if me. I drop a bomb, will you catch me again, Charlie? <laughs> Moini's like super jealous of the little kid. <laughs> How do I stop him, Jax? Is that his name? I don't know what his fucking name. You no, know, the other guy's the Jack guy's name. Oh, uh. Oh, what is his name? I don't know. Who cares? It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Uh, so yeah, they, they find a Mercedes and they just take it. It's just out there for <laughs> them. They take a Mercedes. They just found a Mercedes. Like yeah, they just start singing a song and having a good time. Jag. They, they dance. Jag. Okay, I call him Jax because <laughs> I remember him because he's so jacked. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we have, they have a great time. They party and uh-huh. they go around the place. They sign um, autographs. Sign autographs. A big. And everyone's big having a good time. Yeah. Um, they even get the people in the aquarium. Like the amount of like effort they put in like the backgrounds and shit is just like there is so many extras, mm. and there is like yeah, there really are. And there is like a wall or the aquarium. Like you know, you've been like an aquarium where it's like a huge open area. <laughs> yes, and it's like you can see a bunch of fish and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, That's usually what I do to, when I go into an aquarium. <laughs> you see, oh um, man, you know, you know, I, there's other cool things in an aquarium, but one thing I cannot wait for is the aquarium. fish tank. <laughs> I can't wait to see a fish tank. I mean, you know, I'm cool with all the polar bear exhibits, penguins, the water. I just want to see a fish tank. I want to see a fucking fish tank. If I don't see a fish tank in this aquarium, call it a day lost. You know what has an aquarium? It's a big fish tank. What? Uh, Atlantis. 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 Dubai. We should stay there. We really should go. We really should go. I hear the rooms are affordable and very comfortable. Yeah. And they've got a fish tank. Which every good aquarium should have. Definitely. You'd hope, at least. So this fish tank that's very large has all these divers in it, and they're also dancing. <laughs> the divers are dancing? Yeah, it's great. Oh, my God. Everyone has one. Wow. So then they're all drunk and happy, and it's late at night, and they're like all talking, and they're like, man, we should- Moini's really cool. We should let her in on like what we're doing. Cause oh, yeah, they don't know. They- that was one thing we kind of skipped over, but she doesn't know what's going on. She doesn't. She doesn't know that they like fixed this whole thing. And Charlie does this signature thing. What does he do? Where he talks a bunch of stuff and says like, oh, God. Why would she trust us? Why would you do all those things? You know, we're just going to go in there and steal all this stuff, and it'll be great, and we'll just leave, and it'll be fine. We should never tell her and bring her in on this thing because she'll just get emotional or whatever. She's right behind stuff. him the whole and time. And, of course, she turns around. She's crying. She's like, why do you never look behind you? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like if anyone says anything about anybody, especially if they're around, there's always a moment where you're just like, all right, one second. And she's like, I'll abandon you. Uh-huh. I'm leaving you guys. She's like, wait, you have to be, I have to explain to you why we're doing this. We all have reasons. And she's like, fine. So then she spends a long time talking about everyone's reason. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm sorry. Why don't you, you know what? I don't care. Why don't you say, tell that story to your dad while you're joining him in prison? Damn! Then Charlie's like, I hope that picks up on the mic. Yeah. Fuck you, bitch. No, he doesn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> he essentially, Does he say it in English? No. <laughs> yeah, that's on the hearing slice. No, he says, because he's such a dick. Well, not really a dick, but he kind of like holds this too close. Yeah, he's a dick. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he says, is. 
He basically says, fuck you, bitch. Okay. By saying, well, you know what? I would tell my dad in prison, but prison killed him, and he's dead now. He's been dead for eight years. I didn't know that shit. Exactly. He Whoa. reveals that. He says this dumb line where he's like, uh, someone can live for 14 days without food, four days with water, maybe four minutes without breathing, but you can only last maybe five seconds without hope. Fuck off. When my dad was tried to fight his case against the lawyers, Grover came out and brought with way better lawyers, and he lost he's the case. That, he's got that uh, uh, Sesame Street money. <laughs> <laughs> Show me the way to Sesame Street. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we only approach the bench. <laughs> I live in a trash can. It's <laughs> my trash man impression. The trash man. That's a state, right? The trash man impression. <laughs> you know, you know my favorite character in Sesame Street is the trash man. <laughs> I also like the vampire guy. <laughs> and the one who loves cookies. <laughs> and cookie freak. <laughs> There's Cookie Freak. <laughs> There's large winged animal. <laughs> There's Boo. My favorite of all time, Fuzzy Elephant. <laughs> so yeah, that was a good trash man impersonation. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought I, nailed. I thought I nailed it. Fuzzy Elephant. <laughs> well, there's Elmo. There's Elmo and yeah. Grover. But, yeah. but you know, all everyone's got great names. <laughs> Can't do impressions for all of them, you know. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, um, God. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, he lost hope in prison. So, he lost hope in prison and cut his wrist and killed himself. Holy shit. And they show him with his wrist cut. It's oh! just like, that's the one thing. They're like, here's prison. They zoom out. Here's his dad. He's fucking dead. Oh, my God. They zoom out. He's got blood on the ground and everything. Wow. Yeah. I did, I, wow. It turned. It turned real it, quick. It did turn. Oh, man. Oh, my God. That's amazing. So, and then she's like. Oh, okay. I guess that's a pretty good reason. And everyone's like, he's like, whatever. I don't care. I just want to take Grover down. I don't even care about the money. I just need him to pay. So at this point, it turns into a revenge thing where he's just like, he killed my dad. I right. need him to, to, you know. I thought this yeah. whole time it was a revenge thing. I didn't think they were going to use the money to get him out well, of prison or anything. It, for me, it was now turned into a revenge oh, thing. Oh, okay. Money. <laughs> so they're like, we just want the money. And they're like, fine, whatever. And they're like, well, I guess we'll join you too. Mm -hmm. And so they all join in with him. And so. The day of, um, they go to the competition to the next one. And they're like, oh, no, the rooms have been reassigned. So the one with the vent Fuck! doesn't work. So you know what happens? Why is it changed? I don't know. What, that's a good point. <laughs> Why did they change the green room? Who knows? So they changed. So what's his face? It's changed to Great Britain. And so the guy who throws up a lot goes in and throws up all over the place. So that they can stay there. And then the great British people come in and they go, oh, my God, what's this? No, I'm sorry. They go, oh, my God, what is this? <laughs> And he's like, oh, hey, do you want to use our room? And he's like, yes, thank you. He doesn't have a British accent nope. at all. <laughs> it's just a guy. It's yep. just a guy that speaks English. Yep. It's great. It makes me happy. That's I really, really like great. it. Um, <laughs> Didn't even attempt to do an nope, accent. Fuck it. Hello, I am from Britain. <laughs> fuck him. I love Big Ben and Doctor Who. <laughs> I like peas and pudding. <laughs> Hail to the queen. <laughs> <laughs> I want my BBC. <laughs> I've ridden the tube many times. <laughs> Have you heard of Harry Potter? <laughs> oh, man. I saw it once in an advertisement. <laughs> 
aluminium. <laughs> that's really weird. I never said any of those things not in a British accent. It's weird, that's right? Weird. Saying it know. not in a British accent. Yeah, weird. It's really strange. So this time, Moani helps and is like, "Hey, I'm gonna seduce that man." And busts what it. man? The the guy. So instead of like having to call, I didn't mention this, but they had to call him to trick him to go to the the. The guy to get his fingerprints, uh, oh, the son, they yeah, had to yeah. trick him, so they called him into the elevator and blah, blah, blah. Now she just seduces him in the elevator. Oh, okay. And she does it, like, way, way overtly sexy for, like, no reason. She's <laughs> like, just, she, she's, she comes in, and she's like, oh, I need a room, and I need a room to take off my clothes. Oh, jeez. And, and, and just in case he wanted the context, she was like, I'll take off my clothes in front of you. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. So he, so he follows her up. Oh, boy. And uh, they get to the, the elevator, and they, they're waiting for the elevator. It's the wrong elevator opens. She's like, oh, it's so hot. I want to take off my clothes off now. And she starts oh, taking parts of her clothes off. And then parts of her clothes parts, off. Here's my sleeve. That was honestly it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because the dress she was wearing, you know. It's, All right. It's, she got a sleeve. She took it down. She's like, whoa. And he's like, cool. He's like, let's go up this elevator. He's like, mm. yeah. Penthouse suite. Presses a button. Presses a button. Ah, and then yeah. it goes, closes, and then they attack him and whatever, knock him out. Oh, okay, good. So she didn't actually have to go through with any of that. No, of course not. That's good. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. So start freaking out, and they start. So the plan starts going. They um, go down the shaft. The other guy. They I thought take, you said they didn't do anything sexual. They take his. <laughs> they take his finger. <laughs> it wasn't an elevator vent. It was oh, a shaft. It was an elevator shaft. Or a shaft. It was a, a AC unit. It right? was a ventilator shaft. Ventilator shaft. <laughs> shaft. Um, shaft! <laughs> I can dig it. Uh, so, yeah. Nandu keeps tripping out. I'm getting jitters. He's like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can trick and be this person. This is whatever. Here, drink this alcohol and you'll be oh, fine. He's no. like, you know what? They named the uh, they name dropped the alcohol too. So I bet that's a sponsor. Okay, real fucking quick about the alcohol situation. Movie starts when it opens. It has this warning that says alcohol can be bad for your health. Please, like, be sure, like, when you ingest it, you know, be you know safe about it. Right? And I was like, okay, you usually put that at the end of the movie. That's fine. Later on, there's a scene where he's getting drunk. And at the bottom of the screen, during the movie, really, same th it says consumption of alcohol is injurious to health. During the film, it comes up at the very bottom of the screen. Interesting. It was so strange. I'd never seen that before. It wasn't part of the movie, you know? Well, mm. I mean, it was part of the movie. I think that was it was like text that happened during the film. But Interesting. yeah, it didn't forward the plot or anything. It was just really strange. Wow. So I was like, it, did it happen again? It, it sounds like it didn't. Uh-uh. Huh, I mean, I guess it was just one drink. Oh, so yeah. Maybe it didn't happen. Or maybe I wasn't watching because I was watching the subtitles, and sometimes the subtitles uh, came, in front of it. Yeah, it came from the. But way. yeah, it was really weird. Interesting. It was during that entire bar scene. Anyway, so I just wanted to bring that up. Anyway, he gets in, so he goes to the safe, and he starts. He goes and starts unscrewing the side wall vents to open up the vent, which is boarded up. Mm -hmm. um, he starts opening it, but he can't get to the top. The top is just one oversight: is he's not tall enough to reach the top screw. Oh! So he's like, "Fine, I'll take off my jacket." He stands on his jacket, still not tall enough. That doesn't make sense. Well, he has like nothing oh, else jacket. to work with. Yes. That'll be great. So he starts taking off all his clothes. Oh, my God. To stack himself up, and it's real funny. Oh boy, that's so funny! And then they pop off. I'm like, "Why are you naked?" And he's like, "Oh no, he's I like, couldn't reach just... the screw." <laughs> oh, Charlie was very nice. Was just like, "That's just how he is." And then <laughs> Charlie's very accepting of people, except for women. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, you're a man. You could be naked. That's that's fine. perfectly fine. Women, you want to be naked in front of men to get money? I don't think so. Get that I, shit out of here. You're terrible. You can only be naked if you want to stand on your clothes. You go to higher areas so we can break into places, <laughs> so that we can rob people. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. You're only allowed to get naked if you're committing a crime. Yeah, he's a ba- he's a bad guy. They're robbing from he's like Robin Hood, you know. Yeah, they're, robbing, that's right. they're, robbing, they're not going to give it to the needy or anything. Though, no, that's they? true. Um, okay. So <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to yawn. It's all right. It's not it's even a long movie. It is a long movie. It's a long movie. Yeah. Um, so they shut down the laser shield. And the coat cracker gets to work, and then he has a seizure. Oh, no. And it's, like, really tight on time. And then yeah. he wakes up, and he's like, I'm sorry. And then he gets back to work. Because <laughs> everyone just... It was really shocking, though, that no one cared. Yeah. <laughs> um, he gets it done. Breaks inside. Mm. And they find another safe inside with no! the diamonds. It is another safe. Well, couldn't they just pick up the safe and take it? No, it's bolted down. It's, oh, like, fuck. bolted down to the thing. And it's, okay. it's a glass safe, so you can see the diamonds. And it has a password on it. A seven-letter password. Letters. Letters. And they say in the upper left corner, it has a symbol of his dad's safe company. Charlie's dad's safe company. <sighs> oh, shit. That's what he thinks. He's like, oh, he would know. Only Charlie can get into that safe. Only one way he can get into that safe is through Charlie. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh, no pressure. We got like a minute. We got a minute. You got to crack the safe. We got a minute. You got to crack it. He's like, shut up, everyone. Everyone's like, freaked out. You got to get out of there. Like, all this stuff. Because what happened was the sleepy man woke up and now he's pissed and oh he's no! like, I gotta go check. There's something wrong. Someone's probably stolen the diamonds. Right, right, right. So he starts going to his dad and this whole subplot's going on while they're freaking out trying to get in the safe. Right. He can't figure it out. He's like, oh, Charlie's the only one who can get in here. Charlie's the only one who can get in here. I wonder what it is. What is the the, the code? Is it Charlie? Yeah. Duh. And he, <laughs> in, he types Charlie and he's like, yes. Start, everyone starts getting emotional, starts crying like, dad always said, keep it simple, stupid. Also, real quick thing. The guy who's breaking the safe in was like best friends with Charlie's dad. Charlie's not the only one that could have gotten in. But maybe it's a password only he would know. Why wouldn't the best friend know? I don't, he did know. He said Charlie's know, all the way so in. <laughs> uh, he's he just did a whole job. He's real tired. All right, all right. Anyway, so and he went through on. an entire season. Yeah, so they take the whole thing, and all of a sudden, time gets extended way past the minute. <laughs> and they take, the, they take the diamonds out, and they're like, cool. And then the safe starts to shut on them. And then the rip dude goes and he switches the valves, switches the air with water pipe, and then turns it. And then the whole thing starts filling up with oh, water. Yeah. And then they float to the top and they get out through a sewer or they blow a sewer hole and they put like uh, a, a, a thing back. Mm-hmm. And then they get out and then they re change it and they switch it all back. Okay. And it starts draining all the water out of the safe. My God, this is taking so way air, longer it's than crazy. a minute. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And then the, the guys walk in like, I hope nothing's wrong. <laughs> And they look in, like, everything looks fine. What's going on? And they open up the safe, and the diamonds are gone. Oh, no. It's funny, because why don't they just put fake diamonds in there and replace it? Yeah. Mm. Well, where they would have put the real diamonds? What? They would just take- Oh, you're talking about the- The, the bad guys. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the good guys. Our I'm heroes, so- Ethan, our the heroes, people that we're following. I'm sorry. The thieves. <laughs> uh, but then they're like, oh, no. And then- Immediately, the investors or whoever are going by is like, "Where's our diamonds?" He's like, "Oh, he's like, only you and your son have access to us." That seems must have been you. He's like, "Uh, no." And then they spot the last corner when the screws didn't get put back on. He's like, "Where's he that vent lead?" Enough. Yeah, where's that vent lead? And only one screw. He could fit the other one, which is dumb. It couldn't <laughs> reach two. Um, That's weird. And they're like, "Ah, oh, does it go?" And they're like, "Old vent." They find out where it leads. And they bust back into the. Um, they're like, "Oh shit." Plan B, we all got to jump on this boat and get out of here. Mm. So they go, start right out of the boat. They go out of the boat. And uh, the other guys go to the, the green room and they look and they're like, what is here? And they pull off the panel and it's a brick wall. There's no there's no way to get to the event there. What happened? Well, Charlie, in all his infinite wisdom, was going while well, he was putting the event. He's like, hey, hacker man, why don't you seal this up with a fake wall? 
so that because we're never coming back this way. Just patch it back up. Mm. He's like, okay, and that was it. They just showed a flashback of that. Oh, very oh, convenient. Okay, yeah. How long does it take to do that? <laughs> Apparently not that long. <laughs> so okay. anyway, they're all going on the boat. Okay, and they're all like, all right, we got to get out of here. And uh-huh. they all get to the end, and they're like, okay, we're missing the guy. We're missing the... um, Who? <sighs> Who are they missing? Nandu? No, they got the hair. The hair oh, the Charlie. Kid, the kid. Char- oh, the kid? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ran- Ran- Randor. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you're talking the about. The ferocious Randor. <laughs> uh, Smock. Smog? Smook? Smog? <laughs> Spock. My what is it called? The Man, thing. Of all the franchises. I call him Smosh. Smosh. That's who it is. Yeah. That's not his actual name. Rowan name is I his gave. real name. That's the name I gave him. Rowan. Rowan. Okay, I didn't actually hear his name ever. <laughs> anyway, Rowan appears last, and he's like, um, where's the lady? Because they were hanging out together talking. Where's the lady? Where's the lady? She's like, he's like, she went back to finish the competition. What? Yeah, because she's gonna dance all by herself. Yeah, because she went out there and she saw everyone rooting for India and being so inspired by India and mm. everyone having these respect that if I all of a sudden didn't show up at the competition, she'd never be able to live it down. Mm-hmm. So she went back. So Mahini goes back and he's like, you know what? Smosh Man says, I'm gonna go as well. I don't care. I'm gonna go and support her. I'm gonna dance too. I'm gonna do it. And then the fat guy's like, I'm gonna do it too. And then they're like, no, stupid, don't do it. And he's like, fine. And they get in a big <laughs> fight. It's very dramatic. And honestly, actually, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and But they all get in the boat and leave. They say, fuck it. Even Smosh? Smosh Man goes back. Oh, okay. Smosh, so Smosh and, is the only one. And Moini goes back. Mm-hmm. So then Team India appears. It's like, yeah, here we go. And he starts dancing. And I was like, oh man, I can't wait to see both of them dance and see what kind of number they come up with. Nope, it's just Moini dancing. All by oh, herself. I thought she got what? 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 I thought he went back. He's there on the side just cheering her on. Uh, okay, cool. Thanks for your help. Then she gets done with her dance. Got it. And the curtain drops. And all these people are banging on drums. And all of a sudden, everyone appears. And they're all there. And they're all going to dance. And they all start dancing. What? Yep. What? Yep. what? Yep. And they all start dancing. It's great. What? And they start having a good time. And then they do it. They do the dance. And everyone's happy. And they make it lots of fun. And, uh,. But there's no Charlie. Charlie's not there. Oh, and okay. She, she, Mahani's like, "Where's Charlie?" She, that guy's like, he just shakes his head, like didn't come. <laughs> then all of a sudden, a light appears him back, <gasps> and it's the silhouette of Charlie. Oh! And Charlie starts dancing. Oh! And, comes out, and they all dance together to a great oh! song. They have a good time. Yeah, and um, Charlie, it's a great time. And also, it's like, okay. <laughs> They know Charlie got off the boat. They're all in the same boat. <laughs> yeah. It's just did he just like go drive off for one second and be like, I guess I'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> he drops him off. He's like, later guys. Yeah. Oh man. I, I feel, feel bad, bad now. No, I feel bad. I'll come back. <laughs> <sighs> so um now suddenly the movie goes on speed mode. After the last dance, it's like, oh, we just gotta finish this shit up. Let's wrap some ends up. So three minutes is, or three hours is coming up. Come on, we gotta finish no, we it. We gotta finish it. We gotta hit the limit. Um yeah. So then um, Mr. Grover gets arrested, okay. and they walk away. And on top of doing the last dance, they win the whole competition. Wow. So they get everything. They, they steal the diamonds, that. and they win the competition because everyone loves them. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's an audience vote, I guess. So yeah, whatever. Whatever. Um, I mean, the guy could have, you know. Look, man, anything with audience votes is usually bad. That's true. Just saying. Um, America. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Did I just say democracy's terrible? Yeah, you did. <laughs> Who are you, Socrates? Oops. <laughs> um, 
Um, uh, 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 uh. So Charlie and wasn't that rich guy got like a bunch of lawyers? Couldn't he like figure something? Well, out? apparently not. Apparently, <laughs> the other people are richer than him, so he's got he got richer lawyers. If they're okay. buying those diamonds, they're probably real rich. That's true. They got a lot of money to spend on lawyers now. They're not buying diamonds. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good um, point. The blood diamond industry—they've <laughs> got a lot of <laughs> legality behind. So them. they go and Charlie talks shit. Right to Mr. Grower's face is like, Damn! he's like, who are you? And he's like, I am Menohar's son. And he's like, oh, and you arrested the, dad, my the dad's son is like, who's that? And he's like, you'll have time to explain it to him in prison. And Damn. Away. Um, super revenge, sick. And um, he also sticks a leaf in his pocket. Is that significant? Mm. Like a little tiny leaf thing? No, no, no. Don't okay. know what that means. Maybe, uh, okay. Sorry, I don't know. I don't what know. That Maybe that's something we don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Um, so they're gonna go sneak the di- diamonds through security, and the and the freaking airport. And he sneaks it through in this like blue icy container mm-hmm. filled with blue diamonds. <laughs> These look like ice cubes. Okay. But of course, you can't take drinks on there. No, you can't. So he just throws it. So they just throw it away. That's what? it. What? They just throw it away. They throw it away. They get on the airplane. Everyone's like, what the fuck? And he's like, we won a million dollars from the competition. And they're like, yeah, but that was worth like $50 million. And uh, then it's like, what the fuck is happening? And he's like, don't worry. I put them on the trophy. And they pull the trophy out. And I'm All like, right. why does that scene exist? Okay, that makes sense, I guess. Um, when did that happen? <laughs> oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick with the trophy and the diamonds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't mind me. I'm just going to be gone for an hour trying to replace them all. I mean, honestly, that that part's not that crazy, far fetched to me. Um, Ohini opens a dance studio for young girls. And young she children. always wanted to do that. She that was her dream. So she, she finally that. did it with all the money she has. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his face? The, the 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 Smosh Man has a party with a bunch of ladies in the back of a limo because it's all because that's all, all the ki- women care about yeah, is money. Is yeah, that what they're saying they're in this movie? Him? Yeah. Yeah. Sure, okay. Cool. She, he was are, are, you saying, bunch of... are you saying women are written poorly in this? Yeah, kind of. And Charlie then gives Mohini a ring. That was quick. <laughs> yeah. And not just any ring, a ring with one of the diamonds on it. Of course. And uh, What's she going to say? And, no. And she just goes, yeah, and I guess they're going to get married now. Okay. Which makes no sense, That's but fine. Crazy. Does she say yes, like in English? No, I, maybe. Oh, okay. And that's it. What happened to Nandu? Uh, which one's Nandu? <laughs> the one that looked like the sun. Oh, the sun. I don't know. He just was shitty. <laughs> so, so I honestly don't remember. What about uh the fat guy? The fat guy just gets a bunch of money and was happy. Tammy. All right. What about um the Jag? I'll say I don't know what happened to Jag. He probably hung out. You know, <laughs> he you know, his he life hang out with, in no, the he, he hang out with his mom. No, Jag didn't have a mom. Oh. Wait, wait. No, yeah. he did. Did he? He's the mom guy, isn't he? Oh, he's the mom guy. Because Jag, Jacks, Jack, Jacked mom. <laughs> <laughs> Only rip people love their mamas. That's true. And that's the end. That's the end of the movie. Now. Here's my favorite part of the movie. Oh, the they, movie ended. The credits. No, the credits are actually really cute. The credits are oh, cute because God. it has, it had the thing that said worst dance competition. Mm-hmm. It's just this random person sitting there. But they had every single person from the crew come out and dance. <laughs> oh, boy. So they had, the, no, they were all like, it wasn't like, oh, like we're just in our crew clothes. It's like, no, they had got outfits on and it was like, here are the VX directors. And it's just two of the VX guys. Here's the executive producer just dancing. Oh, my God. And it's like, this is awesome. <laughs> 
<laughs> like they just all just every single person's like here's the costumers here's the choreographers obviously they're the best dance of course and then it's like oh, here's a bunch of other people and it's just uh, random people from the cast like here's the caterers dancing oh wow and i'm like this is awesome that this is, is way more interesting so much work to try to get everyone to i know i was thinking time. that yeah like they're just like do this and they're like all right who's the guy sitting in the audience and, and the director uh i think it, maybe it was some lady i don't know who it was oh, i didn't okay. say um I thought that was really cool. Like that, that is a pretty cool concept. That's a cool concept, just to have every single is. person. It's like this is how much these people work because you just look at the credits, like that's a bunch of names, but then yeah. you see these actual people, like and see like, them who they look like, and they're like how terrible they are at dancing. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah, it was fun. I that like part that. was fun. That is a cute kind of, like way to end the movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Well, well, did that make up for the rest of it? I liked this movie. I thought it was fun. Oh, I was entertained the whole time. Would you have sat through three hours though? Like my half too. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I think it might have. Worked. It had some very questionable bits in it. Definitely for sure. But so is our podcast. That's Bang, true. got him. Oh man, that's a good point. And our 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 podcast doesn't have you know uh, love triangles, dancing, singing so. songs. We gotta we gotta get more money value. <laughs> you know, this free podcast we put out. I promise that at the end of every episode we dance. <laughs> we definitely do for credits. Um, yeah, that's all right, I guess. It was fine. Really? I mean, you know, to be fair, it's the best New Year's movie I've seen. You know what? You're right. <laughs> and the only thing it had to do with is the heist took place on New Year's. It's true. Well, some of the songs had lyrics about New Year's in them. Oh, yeah? About it. Um, yeah, no. What do you think of songs? Yeah, they're fine. I didn't love them too much. How would you like the dance scenes? Oh, they're, they're exquisite. They're, they're just, very, very good. I think that's the thing. Is The thing is, remember Eight Women? Yes, how I those do. musics oh yeah how those, that musical looks like shit compared to this <laughs> like complete ass trash yeah because it was already sad and you don't even own. like musicals no i know but i'm just saying like the production values and everything it's yeah, just like yeah, the yeah. opposite where it's just like here's like four people dancing and a quick number where they raise their hands this has got like everyone in the world gets involved yeah, like there's at yeah. least four thousand people in doll involved in this dance number and yeah. it's insane and it's I got it colors be... and it's pretty and it's, it's entertaining and it moves fast it must be crazy to be like the director of this movie and trying to like coordinate i everybody. know right it's nuts i looked up the director too to see like what else he had made he's only made a couple of like only directed a couple of movies he's primarily known as a choreographer that makes sense yeah wow yeah impressive. I, I didn't hate this movie no i didn't, I I didn't hate it either i, I wouldn't um Besides the questionable parts, like it was a fairly entertaining, like weird heist movie. It's just something you don't see. No, it's definitely one in a, like it's one like, in itself. I kind of want like I, if we sit down and watch like another long movie like this, like another Bollywood movie, like it'd be fun to like hang out with a bunch of friends and watch like a Bollywood movie. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. I because, think it'd be because they're just entertaining. Like you just talk ones about like things. this too. Yeah, which yeah. is over the top and like crazy. I, that's the other thing is it, it's just. It's, the, the, it's so over the top and ridiculous. It's very fun. Like yeah. it wasn't. It didn't take itself too seriously. There's no. only like a couple of moments of like real like seriousness, like the dad killing himself or whatever. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the way it worked though, like, that kind of worked for me. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't. Well, it too added some gravitas to it. Yeah, it wasn't too out of left field. Sure, it was like maybe a little anime in some ways where it's right. just like a little like dramatic but like a character turns into santa claus yeah like, <laughs> it's just a little like oh that's a little much but that, that's fine like it's yeah, fun. yeah but that's what adds to the yeah that's why it's fun so yeah, yeah. it was a fun movie oh uh, man mike doesn't like fun movies anymore uh, <laughs> shit dude where are you at in life uh, this movie was fun yeah i didn't like it that much <laughs> it was fun i mean it was fine like i i can't love it though like i can't like i don't know it's fine i i was very the thing is were you entertained the whole time 
Yeah, it was pretty entertaining. I was very impressed with the visuals. Yeah, I would say it's a really pretty film. It was at. a very impressively and shot like all, film. Yeah, and all the like special effects and stuff looked good. work like, really they're, well. They're, they're like flying through the sky and shit. And it looks good. I see movies like from other countries with like uh, special effects and they look terrible. Yeah, like here it's even like, in America there's tons of special effects. I look agree. Terrible. Uh, Justice League, like you know, there you the, go. The upper lip. This movie special effects are like kind of impressively good. Like yeah. I was very, very, very shocked. Um, yeah, I'm I'm cool with that. Um, I just wish that the female characters have been better written. Totally. And hey, this is not past the Benchel test. Nope. Yeah, it was the funny because we were just talking about it the other day, and I'm like, I feel like the Benchel test is like, you know, uh, what, uh, like surface level film criticism. Totally, it is. That's like how you get into talking about it. But like looking at a movie like this, I'm like, I don't think she talked to another female character in the entire film. I don't and know if there she... even was another female no. character. That wasn't just for dancing purposes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, but other than that, this movie's fun. That and the racial stuff. Other than that, movie is fun. And the homophobia. And the homophobia. Other than that, movie is fun. Yeah. <laughs> and the transphobia. And the rest of the movie sucked, though. Yeah, but the, the the visuals definitely work. I would love to see this guy go off and do other like productions with totally. like a better script. I want to see it. I kind of want to see another Bollywood movie. Kind of see the tropes between the two. I would love to see that too. I mean, mm. as long as we're doing it this way, I don't want to sit through an entire three-hour movie. Three-hour movie? Not really. Not too much. That's another funny thing. The movie was exactly three hours. I know. It what? stopped at exactly three. <laughs> it did. When I was calculating when to stop, I'm like, oh, it is literally an hour and a half. An hour and a half. Yeah. yeah it was kind of weird. Yeah, it was cool. Um, but yeah. I'm um, glad we shared this experience. I'm glad I watched this. You know, I'm yeah, I agree, honestly. I'm glad we finally saw a Bollywood film. I feel, you know, uh, more culturally, you know, uh, aware. I feel. Uh, now, now maybe we should watch a good one. Because <laughs> the thing is, like, if people even say this is a good movie. Yeah. No, like, guys, send us. Recommendations for a Bollywood films. If you have one, please do send it to. Uh, you can email us at email at theotherhalfpodcast.com. Don't you dare send Slumdog Millionaire because <laughs> we've already seen that. You can, yeah, that's right. You can also recommend them through our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We post there constantly. Uh, and uh, if you want to listen to previous episodes, if you want to listen to last year's New Year's movie, did we talk about New Year's last year? Or the year before that, sure. Whatever you can uh, find that uh, at iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And while you're there, leave a five-star rate and review. We will read it on the show, no matter what it says. Um, even if it is about, you know, uh, how bad Bollywood is and some racist stuff. Oh, no, we won't say that. <laughs> we'll Guys. read it. Mm. <laughs> if it's five stars. <laughs> five stars is pretty good. I don't know. Whatever. Well, you write anything, and we'll read it on the show. Sure. As we won't agree with it. As long as it's five stars. Five um, stars. But yeah, so yeah, this was pretty fun. How are you looking? Are you looking forward to the new year, bud? Uh, looking forward to 2018? Yeah, I'll be older, though. That kind of sucks. Nah, it's going to suck. Almost 30. Yeah. You're so close. We're almost dead. <laughs> you're 30, you're dead. It's <laughs> over. You think, here's the thing. You think you're going to make it to 30, or do you think like nuclear bombs are just going to start? I'm at 30. Oh, yeah? Sound like a fucking cockroach. <laughs> I'll live through that. I'll crawl out through that rubble and be like, yeah, I'm a mutant now. <laughs> you got like a bunch I, got, of legs. I got a couple extra arms here. <laughs> I'm just like that character from from uh, uh, Sesame Street, the trash man. <laughs> How many arms does the trash man have? <laughs> uh, like four, probably. I mean, you don't know because he's in the trash can the entire time. You could have like a mess of like, uh, you know, legs glob. and arms. Yeah, you don't know. It could be anything. Mm, I wonder what's in that trash can, trash man. <laughs> Mr. Trash Man. <laughs> Give me some trash. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what's in your ass. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Have a happy